Well, what's up, Redeemer City Church and our friends online? And uh, what a good time to be jumping on with you today. If you missed yesterday's, uh, one of our elders, Kent, uh, brought us a great word and a great time of prayer and I think um, really cared for us well. So if you missed that, let me encourage you to jump back on and uh, listen to that, watch that. It's on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, you want to make sure to catch that. Uh, today I wanted to dive into something maybe just a little bit more towards the deep end of the pool um, theologically as we think about really just the uncertainty of our times and um, maybe you feel some fear, maybe you feel some uncertainty, maybe about your job or about um, what the future is going to look like, what new normal will be. Um, and so in, in the theological world, in Scripture, um, one of the ways we think about uh, how God uh, interacts with us and with time and space, because he obviously is bigger than that and sits above that, um, is in these two categories called the proximate and the ultimate. And so the, the proximate is pretty simply just that which is here. That that we can see right here in front of us, the stuff we deal with every day, uh, this pandemic is proximate. It's uh, proximate in the, in the idea that we're dealing with it right now. It is a physical issue, but it is not ultimate. It, it does not ultimately decide uh, anything. Um, pain, death suffering, pandemics. Uh, Bible doesn't sugarcoat this stuff. Um, there are things we deal with. Uh, Scripture is very clear. In this world, you will have trouble. Uh, and they come in all different forms. Some is with people. Some is with pandemics. And uh, it's a thing that we deal with. And one of the things I appreciate about Scripture is that it's not um, lost on that. So it's very clear that we, we will have struggles. And so the Bible uh, doesn't ignore that pain. It doesn't ignore evil. Evil is not an illusion. Evil is a thing that we experience. Um, but what the Bible speaks to in the proximate world is, is this. And it's a, it's a scripture that you're familiar with if you've been a part of the church at, at all. Um, in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, you know it well. It says this. It says, uh, and we know that for those who love God, um, all things work together for good. It doesn't say that all things are good, but in the proximate world, in the temporary world, in the world that we see and deal with, uh, God is working all things together for good to those that love him. Uh, and are called, and this is important, according to his purpose. And so just prior to that, uh, in verse 26, it says that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. So Scripture is very clear that we're going to have struggles in this world. And so in that proximate world, um, we see that and deal with that. And the Bible does not ignore that. But here's where the hope lies. The hope lies in the ultimate so we see this in the proximate world, but in the ultimate sense of things, uh, we have a God that is working all things together for good. So the ultimate, so if the proximate is that which is here and now, the ultimate is that which is final. 
that which is ultimately good, as Romans 8.28 talks about, that um, God the Father, if you are his child, never allows anything that will not ultimately be for your good. It may, in this proximate sense, not be good, but he has the ability to do what we don't, that in the ultimate he will use it for good. Uh, one of the great case studies for this is in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20. The, if you're not familiar with the Bible, there's a guy in the scripture named Joseph, and he goes through some really difficult times, some really difficult circumstances. And to make a long story short, his brothers sell him into slavery. So they human traffic him. And a lot of times we read these stories in scripture and we just we see the ending without what's actually happening in that proximate sense. Joseph was human trafficked by his brothers. Just sit with that pain for a second. Um, and so he was dealing with some stuff. But fast forward, God uh, took that proximate evil and used it for Joseph's ultimate good. And so by the end of the story, Joseph is second in command in Egypt. And God is using him in powerful ways. Um, and then at the end of his life, uh, Joseph gets to see his brothers. His brothers end up needing Joseph and needing Joseph's uh, power in that position that God gave him in Egypt. And and here's what Joseph's words were. And th this is where we take encouragement in the ultimate sense. So here's what Joseph said. And Joseph said to his brothers, this is Genesis 50, 24. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land that he swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so um, Joseph's going to bless them. But here's what's so amazing about it. If you back up a couple of verses to verse 20, uh, it says this, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. And so uh, Joseph is going to take what was proximately evil, what was in this world right in front of him evil. And by the end of his life, he's recognized that God was using it for good. And then he's going to turn around and bless the people around him. And so um, what that means is that we don't not face anything evil. It's not that this is some kind of prosperity gospel that... Um, everything that's going to happen to us proximately in this world right in front of us is going to be good because it's not. We know that. We can see that. We're, we're experiencing that right now. Um, but the beauty is that we can take God at his word and we can see him doing this, that he can take anything that is proximately bad and use it for good ultimately. And I think when we know that truth, we can face anything, can't we? We, we can face anything if we know that uh, God is in control, that ultimately he's going to use those things for good. And so that's where we get to Psalm 23, 5, right? It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It's not that we're ignoring evil. It's not that we're ignoring the shadow of death, but we're going to walk right through it. We're going to walk right through the pandemic. We're going to walk right through unemployment. We're going to walk through all of those things, 
knowing that they're evil, knowing that proximately to me right now they are bad, but believing that God can take us through that. Because what does the rest of the verse say? I'm not going to fear those things because you are with me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And so uh, with the promise of suffering, which scripture is very clear about, comes the ultimate promise that God is good and he's working all things, even what we see in front of us right now as a country, as a culture, as a church body. uh, You personally, that God will ultimately use that for good. And so I want to encourage you to trust in that today and to rest in God's promise to you that if you love him, he is working all things together for good. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the chance to gather by technology. Uh, We pray that you would quickly bring us back together physically uh, to gather as your body, your bride. Uh, We miss that. I pray that you would be merciful in this time that you would extend your hand of mercy Uh, we do not deserve it but we ask you for it because you we know that from your character you're a merciful god that over and over you are willing to extend grace so we ask for that i pray for those who are suffering uh, with covid19 that are affected by the virus that you would heal their body that you would uh, quickly provide solutions through the the minds and wisdom of the doctors and scientists that are working so hard. I pray that you would strengthen them, give them wisdom, and uh, God, that you would bring a swift end to this, and that the people who uh, are able to do that uh, would point to you and your glory and your power uh, as the ability uh, to do that and to provide solutions. Father, I pray for each person within the sound of my voice right now that you would uh, comfort them, that you would prepare a table in the presence of their enemy, and that you would be with them, that you would comfort them, that you would guide them with your staff. What an awesome and powerful truth that you're, uh, despite what is proximate around us, the evil that we see, that you are working for our ultimate good. And so we trust you today. We ask you to bring peace, shalom, wholeness, fullness uh, to each person that's listening to this, that you comfort them with your words. And we love you. Thankful for Jesus today. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you through the rest of the week. We love you. We're praying for you. If uh, we can serve you in any way, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Have a great rest of your day.